0: Welcome to the Media Nerds podcast. I'm Dan Vanderbonker,
1: and I'm Kenton Larson.
0: It is the best time of year to be an instructor, Kenton.
1: Oh, these are the glory days. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> why know, is that? They're glory. Well, I mean, there are there is a better time, and oh. that is the time when we say fare thee well, school for the summer. Oh yeah, that's and so we haven't done out. that yet. Yeah, but uh, but uh, there is we're in the planning. Uh, this is the time of year when we do all this class planning, and we have meetings. Meetings, buddy, buddy meetings, meetings, and yes. they go and some and they go on and on and on, and uh, we look we look at each other, and then we leave here for the summer, and we come back, and we don't remember anything that happened at those <laughs> meetings. No, when I say the, we, I mean me.
0: Well, some of the meetings are good, but yeah, we we have to, we do have to like we're done with our marking now. The the marks are to put into the computer, and we're done with that. Uh, and now we start looking at the next crop of students coming into creative communications. So starting on Monday, we're going to be marking the portfolio entrance portfolios yeah. and start picking the students to get into a program. And we really are lucky in that we do get to choose the students who come in. It's not just like anybody who applies. Um, we do kind of we we are able to kind of pick and choose, and that's a luxury that not every program has. So I do th- I am thankful for that. That's
1: something. But a uh, uh, word on the street is. Do you know about this? Um, you no, might, not I, about this. might not know about um, this, and that is we changed part of the intake test this year, and this will be interesting to advertising nerds out there. And what we did was, um, we've always had them write about find an ad and say if it's good or bad, yeah. that kind of thing. And so this year, uh, we selected uh, Melody and I, that being being we, the other ad instructor, um, selected an ad for Jerry Seinfeld's comedian in cars getting coffee, and it's a parody of a Bill Burnback uh, com- ad- print ad from oh, way back in the day. I don't, I don't like, think
0: I've ever seen this ad.
1: Um, and the ad is Think Small. Okay. Um, and so I'll show you the Seinfeld ad. I'll tweet it actually next week when we're marking it because there's no there's, – it's not a secret or anything, but um, and I'll show the comparison. But um, So the Seinfeld ad is a parody of the Think Small Bill Burnback right. ad from the 60s, and that's and will any applicants – know that that's what that is that it's actually a parody of an old ad and word on the street is no
0: <laughs> but you, we'll see you never know if somebody does that's the thing that's how you find kind of the diamond in the rough because mm-hmm. the person who does come in who does know that then they're they're uh, you know they're head of the game they're but a gem the, the fact is that that's why they come to this program so we can, you can teach them about bill burnback and about that ad so it's it's i think it's okay that they don't know what that is
1: well, we'll just wait a second <laughs> your your future career is determined determined by the papers that you write on these things. You know, it's a research paper. Gonna do a little research. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because now could. now yes. now they do it from home. No, they don't okay, do it under so your so test conditions.
0: That's right. Okay, I forgot about that part. So, so you right. might as well do a little research. Yes, Dude, that's you could, true.
1: You could do a reverse image search if you're if you're if you're a enough, true yeah. if you're a true genius. Yep. Yeah. That is what you might do to sort of learn a little bit more about. Very it.
0: Very good point. Yeah, because I used to write this under test conditions, and you and I had to mark these questions most years. You and I. Well, oh, and ones we marking. will again. Okay, so you and so, I will again. I'm guessing. Um, and the questions were, and actually, we give them a choice between. Are we still giving them a choice between journalism, PR, and ad? Yeah, and I believe stuff?
1: there's still choice. Okay. Although we're gonna, I need a refresher because I don't remember what we decided. But yeah, I believe there's, question, uh, there's questions There's questions on all those topics. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And how Generally, it goes. they always choose advertising regularly they choose journalism and they almost never – and once in a while they choose PR. Yeah, we
0: find that they don't really know what PR is, right. which is not uncommon to the, the public at large. When they think about PR, they might think about um, – what's that movie with um, – Thank You for Smoking, Thank You for Not Smoking, whatever that movie is about uh, the, the tobacco. Yeah, Thank You for Smoking. Thank yeah, You for Smoking, yeah. the tobacco company thing. Or they think about um, – uh, <laughs> whoever the Sarah Huckabee Sanders, whoever the current president is for the White House, that's PR in their minds. But there's, of course, much more. That's funny. In the very first class, I talk about what
1: is PR, and I show a picture of Trump on the screen, and I say, aren't you sick of this guy? (laughs) And like, let's not. I'm like, let's not even talk about him. And I go, let's go back to another time. And then I show them George W. Bush. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But Let's this, go remember, back to a kinder Remember how much we time. hated this guy when <laughs> yeah, he was president? Yeah. yeah. We thought nothing. he was the worst that was president. Nothing.
0: We've got lots to talk about today. We're going to uh, dissect the uh, Avengers Endgame, which uh, we've both seen in the theater. But first, we're going to get into some nerd news. Nerd news.
1: Meow? Ah! Ah! Oh, come on. OK, pal, I want answers. Basically, it looks like I'm going to have to save your planet. Oh, is that all you got?
0: No, but thank you for asking. So this week, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but a new trailer dropped for the Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. Have you seen it? God, no. Okay, I'm not going to make you watch it. Oh, Uh, that's
1: how bad it is? No, it's pretty bad. You Uh, saw
0: it? I saw it, of course. I watched it. I posted it on the fan clip. Were
1: children involved in this viewing?
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, Well, the second Mm -hmm. time. Because my son, uh, Luke, loves Sonic the Hedgehog. He's always loved the idea behind the game, the cartoon. That was one of his favorite characters. One year, we tried to, this is funny actually, we tried to make him a Sonic the Hedgehog costume for Halloween. My mom did. And my mom used to be a professional costume maker. Like She did that for a living when she was in in her youth. Um, and so she's pretty good at this stuff. She attempted to make a Sonic costume. It did not work out. Oh. So Luke ended up being something else that year. But he still loves Sonic. And anyway, I watched the trailer with him <laughs> the other day, and his first reaction was pretty much the exact same reaction as everybody else in the internet. He said, quote, Sonic looks ugly. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not uh, well-received as far as the way he looks. The, the reimagining of Sonic as a quote-unquote real-life person because it's a cgi character but in with real life actors like um jim carrey is in it jim carrey plays dr robotnik looks pretty funny i mean it looks like a typical jim carrey role that you would see him playing i don't think he's going to be bad in the role right he does that really really well the wacky kind of evil doctor kind of thing uh and then james marsden who's apparently now making a career of being uh in films with cgi characters because of course he's from hop if you've ever seen hop i don't I don't think I've ever heard that. I,
1: IHOP International House no, of Pancakes. No,
0: Hop Hop is the Easter House of movie. Pancakes. Hop is the only <laughs> Easter movie in existence. It's what like a Christmas movie would be for Easter. It's it. That's about the Easter Bunny. It's they Ooh. made it with this. Should I know purpose. this? I, I don't know. This is
1: this. I've never. I've literally never heard of this you in never my heard life. Of Hop?
0: No, I've never heard It's it's, it's
1: rare that something comes up. It's a couple
0: years old now,
1: and it's James Marsden. James Marsden's in it. Yes. It's getting better all the time.
0: And uh, what's his name? The British comedian. um, uh, Ricky Gervais? No, no, no. You could go down a huge list here. Uh, Billy Um, Connolly. Married to Katy Perry for a while. Oh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand plays the bunny. Uh, (laughs) That sounds good. It's actually not bad. I would say Hop is actually not a bad film. And it is like for Christmas movies for like – I'm trying to think of it, like the Santa Claus or some other Christmas. Like there's a million Christmas movies out mm-hmm. there, but there's only one Easter movie, and that's Hop. So definitely watch that next Easter.
1: You're blowing me away with anyway. this because how do I no- not know this? Anyway, gonna- but
0: the, but yeah, the Sonic trailer has not been well received. Uh, it looks really like the, just the CGI looks. You're showing weird. it there? Is it running? You want to see what it Is looks this like? This an ad? Uh, hold on a second. I'll just show you an image of the Sonic. Yeah, just
1: an image of the Sonic would. Uh, would do if everyone says it's ugly, I want to see it. Oh, yeah. that's not good
0: it's weird right so the question is how do they get like so for example the other film coming out with a big CGI character is Detective Pikachu Mm -hmm. right which is a Pokemon film everyone agrees that looks good everyone's excited about that my kids we saw the trailer for it my kids are like naming all the Pokemon they're really excited to see it and it all looks good so that they got that one right but they get this one wrong somehow
1: it just goes to show how much how important design is it is very important because and, um, you could just blow everything although the, are they going to is this going to be the uh the usual Oh, it's a the trailer only shows a working. Well, progress. that could be
0: now they could be scrambling to yeah. fix it. So I bet you this gets pushed back. They didn't even say the release date on the trailer. So I, get, I bet you it gets pushed back and they tweak the Sonic character a bit to make it look better because it does not look good. It's around the eyes and around the mouth. I think that's the if issue. If they were
1: smart, they do a Deadpool where they have the Sonic <laughs> going like, "What's that?" Doesn't even look like me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be that'd hilarious. be funny. That'd yeah. Be funny.
0: So anyway, that's the story. There is that that, dro- that dropped and uh, people were not happy about it. Well, it's kind of like Will Smith, uh, the genie. The, yes. Yeah. But people are. More accepting of it in the second trailer, people like the second trailer hmm. for Aladdin better.
1: Well, they thought a real blue skinned person should play the role, so they were very upset.
0: <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. Okay. <laughs> um, interesting experiment from Instagram this week. Is they're now starting in certain well, this is yeah. happening in Canada, so it may happen to people we know. If it happens to you, let us know.
1: It um, might happen to me.
0: It might happen to you. They're gonna make the likes on your images private so only you can see how many likes your images are getting.
1: Well, how will I know if uh, if the image I'm liking is good if I can't see likes?
0: <laughs> how will you how know how popular know? it is? That's
1: right. I don't know.
0: I don't know what the point of this is. I think
1: is. I think what they've done is they've identified um, a problem on Instagram which pushes users <laughs> away from it, and that is seeing other people. Like we have a former student and who gets 900 likes on everything she posts because she's a young woman. I get 15. On most things that I post, because people look at my profile picture and they go, "What a decrepit old man! What is he doing on this platform?" And I think, um, and I think, uh, but you know, the fate of everyone will be that on Instagram. I hate to say it now, but that's everyone's fate. On I'm, I'm honest
0: I don't really but, look at how many likes a photo gets if I it doesn't well, influence my but, decision to like it or not. But I
1: think it doesn't bo- bo- bother me in the least. But I think um, if you're a younger person, I think there's pressure on you to show how popular you are on Instagram. And I think it pushes um, young people away. I've seen among, I've got nieces who are uh, on Instagram and they're, and they're punks. They're punks in high school. And um, there, there appears to be like, it's definitely a competition. Is it really to show okay. who who's going on what so, vacation so, destination and who bought what clothes? Like, there's a ton of that. going okay, on. Okay, so
0: that means that under this new Instagram rule, they would still know how many likes, and they can still brag to their friends about getting a hundred likes on a photo. They just not everybody can see it.
1: It's not. It's not for public consumption, and I, and I think. Who knows? I don't know if there's such a thing as bullying somebody because they don't get many likes on their Instagram pictures, but I think it's a mental, I think it's a, uh, the psychographic study that clearly Facebook, because they own Instagram, that right. like they've done probably shows some degree of that, of people not logging in as much. And, uh, and, and, in fact, I'm not logging in as much to – or looking at Instagram as much as I used to. I'm not but posting I think it's, on there as much as I used no, to. No, me too. And I think it's just a little bit of burnout, social Maybe. media burnout for everybody. Yeah. But by this time of year, usually the summer, I'm kind of like, I just don't feel like it. Summer's a bit slow anyway. Yeah. People
0: are out and they're off their phones and off their computers Tw- and they're and out doing stuff in the I'm real like world. I like
1: Twitter better for summertime because you know, there's still people working and there's still – You know, and and tweets get more views in summertime in the sense that there isn't as you're not competing with as many people. Yeah. But um, I think, uh, you know, Instagram um, has the Facebook issue, which Facebook has always had, which is that, which is uh, sort of that pressure to show people how well you're doing. And part of that is the public is the likes. And I think what they're trying what they're going to try to determine in Canada is do more people. Um, log in, and in fact, maybe like photos more um, when they can't see how many people have already
0: liked it. I don't know. They just said this is an experiment. They're, they're not uh, necessarily rolling it out everywhere. They're just testing it and see how it goes. So if anybody out there has had this happen through their account, please let us know. I'd like to know what you, yeah. your experience is. We'll, you and know, maybe we will. So Let's maybe see. It might happen to us. Yeah. Uh, so far, nothing for me. So
1: I remember Facebook saying, and, and I care about things like this because I teach this. And so I remember Facebook saying, we are going to test our new ad transparency rules in Canada. You remember that? Yeah. And so, okay, I was on it every single day. Ad transparency rules Canada, Facebook. Ad transparency rules Canada, Facebook. And the only thing I ever found was some half assed little site um, showing. Um, Showing uh, who paid for what ad. And it was fine. I mean, it was a start, I guess, but it was not advertised. It was like, it was buried under layers of difficulty to try to find. And in fact, I found it and I put it on a class assignment where I have them go in and look at it. But it's like the usual thing, which is Facebook says they're going to do something. And then when they when things actually happen, it's like you never hear about it. It's like maybe tested on 0.0001% of the population of Canada, where they do all their testing, it would seem. And um, it's just, you know, even people who live in Canada aren't aware of it. Yeah. So it's kind of odd. So it wouldn't surprise me if we never hear about this again.
0: Well, I think, well, I think we will because yeah. we have our federal election coming up, and there's a lot of talk about outside agencies mm. possibly trying to influence our election similar to the way they influenced the U.S. election. Um, so maybe that and Facebook was a big part of that Facebook, you know, unwittingly yeah. aided those, those, uh, those actors when they, they, uh, posted f- real fake news, not fake, fake news, uh, the real fake <laughs> the news, the real fake news. It's, on real fa- fake. Well, it's, it's like, again, yeah. it Trump does not understand what fake news really means. And he yeah. always uses that term incorrectly, but they posted things that to try to drive people to vote. Uh, for Donald Trump, and not mm-hmm. for Hillary. So, um, anyway, that's yeah. It's interesting. We'll keep an eye on that and see uh, see what happens with Instagram and Facebook. Uh, last story in the nerd news: Oprah Winfrey says she left sixty minutes because she has too much emotion in her voice. Yeah, so I read that. This was recently uh, was, a, uh, a, uh, the a, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, it was a uh, it was. Um, it's funny. This article says exclusive, but they're reporting on what the Hollywood Reporter. Ah. What does this mean? This is from E. T. Canada. Wah. How is this an exclusive if you're getting it from the Hollywood Reporter? The anyway. Hollywood Reporter yesterday
1: <laughs> had a and A with Oprah, and yes, that was yesterday. They yeah, had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that it was the I think toward the end of the interview that this came up.
0: Yeah. So and she revealed that they, she's officially cut ties with 60 Minutes. She wasn't on it. A lot? I don't think. I don't know if it was every week. I didn't watch it, obviously. But I literally, I
1: I watched sixty minutes from time to time, and I've never seen her on it. The
0: one, the only story I remember. I think it came. At uh, some point, it came before the midterms, but it was about bringing people together from both sides of the political spectrum. She sat down at a table oh, with great. people. on It was really interesting, actually. It was people who were like Trump voters, people who were, who were Democrats, and bringing them together to try to talk about what they feel about this. And it was an interesting conversation. I think that really everyone in the room was just excited to be in the room with Oprah. So that was that's kind of part of the issue. By the way,
1: I, and not to, I'm not sidetrack so this, but have you seen the movie Vice? Yes. Not yet, no, for, no. okay. All I'm going to say is what you've just talked about means you must watch the movie vice
0: okay okay you got to see it. Yeah, and, I'll watch and, it
1: and then we can have a, for a, a longer talk it. about bringing people around the table together. yeah
0: i'll bring it I'll, i've been meaning to, to watch that for a while so i'll do, definitely get to that so anyway that's the only story there is that right oprah's, so, oprah's, i think oprah's too big for 16 minutes to be honest well, she
1: says it wasn't for her liking and and just to get back to the point and that is she had to say she says in the article that she had to say, uh, do say I'm Oprah Winfrey or whatever 15 times because they said you're saying it with too much emotion when you say the word Oprah. Right. They, said, they told her, and she's like, that ah, just wasn't for me. Well, kind of thing. That's pretty much what she's.
0: Yeah, and I can see that. I mean, yeah. she she obviously doesn't want to change the way she says her name. Uh, you know what I mean? And she's done a great job of building her own brand. So I think she just wants to be left to her own devices. Well, she
1: uses that. And by the way, she that's not the whole point of the interview. And it's like an afterthought almost. And she uses that just as a, well, let me give you a tip of the iceberg kind of thing. So yeah. it's not like, it wasn't like Oprah does an interview to talk about how she minutes. hates yes, it was doing else. different takes. Yeah. It was just like one little tidbit uh, of a longer
0: It's interview. the empowerment issue. Oprah wants more. Apple plans 2020 contenders and the creative fire that fuels an icon of inspiration. So it's an overall interview with Oprah, probably about her future Apple uh, TV series. And oh, 2020, is that like talking about running for president? Is that what they're talking about? Well, we can only hope. <laughs> I don't think anybody,
1: I don't care. Anyone, please All right. run. Please run for run. president. We can't. You and I can't, We've got too we're, many. we're Canadian. We,
0: yeah, and we're, this is not a political podcast. We're not going to get into it. But in my opinion, there are already too many contenders for the Democratic nomination. This is what happens every single election cycle. Whatever team, whatever uh, team, whatever whatever, team, teams, yeah. whatever side is not in power has a million people throw their hats in the ring. And they have to go through a ton of different people to, to water it down to. And here in Canada, because we're inundated with U.S. media,
1: it's like. It's like it's sport or something. Yeah, like we, that's we, right. One way or another, it doesn't really, we don't have a horse in the race. Wow. But then when, uh, well, you know, until Trump won, and then we're like, <laughs> well, what does this mean for our softwood lumber? We all said together.
0: Uh, that's going to do for our near news. now. After the break, we're going to talk about uh, our thoughts on Avengers Endgame. Full spoiler warning. We're right. talking about everything.
1: Don't listen if you don't want the spoilers.
0: Planning on going to see this film until I texted you and said, "Well, no,
1: I I wouldn't say that. I would say I had every intention of going at some point. Okay, but I wouldn't have gone this week.
0: Okay, so and first, so I want to start by asking you, how was the theater experience for you? You went last night, being Wednesday night.
1: That well, you texted me on the weekend and said we should do uh, our Endgame discussion, and I said, well, I haven't seen it, so. You, why don't we have a non spoiler discussion and then I'll leave the room and for 15 minutes you do the spoiler? And you're like, nah, it's no good. We don't want to talk spoilers. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go see it on Monday. So off to the theater I went to buy the tickets because I happened to be in a car at the time anyway. And uh, I wanted specifically to get the lazy seating. Yeah, at Grand the Yes. Right. Well, Monday, forget it. <laughs> Tuesday, forget it. Uh, and uh, Wednesday was the earliest that uh, we could get in there and uh, get two comfortable chairs to recline on, and so that we did. So in we went on Wednesday, a little uh, bit later than. Was what it busy have. though?
0: Is my question. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So and, and that was a
1: four o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah,
0: and I saw it. Actually, ended up seeing it twice on the Friday. I bought tickets for myself. What? Well, okay, so I didn't. Wasn't sure if my kids were going to want to go. Uh, so I bought a ticket for myself early, early, and just said, I'm just going to go see it. It was during the day. It was a mm-hmm. 10, at 10 a.m. showing on the Friday. Oh, my God. And it was packed, and the lineup was out the door. And I'm like, first of all, it's assigned seating, so why is there a lineup in anywhere? And this is just another example of theaters not being prepared When on these weekends, when it's going to be madness, they don't have enough staff on. They were not prepared for the rush. So there was that. Um, And then as I got in there and as the trailers and the ads are running, people are still like walking by to get to their seats. It was like everybody showed up at the last minute. So thank God they actually everyone got seated by the time the movie actually started. But at the same time, I was really stressed about, like, people better not be walking in front of me while this movie You were in
1: Cinema 1 at Grant Park? Is no, that right? no,
0: I was at Polo Park. Okay. I was at Bank uh, Theater. I
1: definitely saw many silhouettes against the movie yeah, screen. Yeah, was of People walking that was in happening. and <laughs> taking a leak and whatever throughout the
0: movie. So I did watch it myself. And then later on, actually, it was I had had a conversation with my kids the day before. And they said, you guys want to see this movie? And they said, yeah, they want to see it. And I said, you know it's three hours long, right? And they're like, yeah, it's okay. We don't care. So <laughs> I, I ended up buying. I found tickets at a later show at sale, Silver. For City Saint Vitale, so I got us tickets for that one. So I did see it later that same day mm-hmm. uh, at Saint Vitale. So I saw it twice in one day. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> so, like what? It's
1: long. Let's well, start it's, with it's that. A it movie. is long.
0: And it's just as well that I did that because then at the second at the second time I saw it with the kids, when they inevitably had to go to the bathroom, I have to take them to the bathroom, oh. and I could get up and leave, and I'd already seen the movie, so I knew what I was missing. So there was that. That was kind of a good thing. Um, but yeah, I would say that. Uh, and maybe it was because the kids are restless. They were, you know, it was clear, they were clearly distracted. Uh, they did like the film, but it was not as an enjoyable experience as the first time I saw <laughs> For it. For you, it wasn't. For me, it. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I would say it's, it's a good movie. Like, and, anytime. And I, can, I don't – the reason yeah. I want to talk spoilers with you is because I don't think there's any way you can really have a good conversation about this film without spoiling it. There's so much that happens and so many surprises that I'm like I can't even say I don't know if there were that many. Okay, well here let's like start like with the I went in spoiler free. Yeah, but
1: I had I had some hunches about who might not be around based on star power. Okay, there's that. that. So there's that.
0: There's that. Right? But I'm talking about things like uh, number one, killing Thanos in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Right, like who would have saw that? Well, right? sort of. My kids, my kids are like, what's gonna happen now? They killed Thanos. I'm like, I don't know. And the, and like and then they do the they do the time jump five years later. That was a surprise. Didn't expect that. Right? Yeah. Okay.
1: But but yes, you're right on both counts, but then the film takes us to a time travel place. Yeah, another surprise. It doesn't matter. That. So anything could have happened in the first scene, and then if we're time traveling, we can then it doesn't matter. What well, <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> so you don't like the time travel aspect of it? Um well, let's start with this. Let me start with the big picture. I think I liked it. Okay. And and I'm I'm a famous infinity war hate oh yeah yeah
0: and it certainly was much better than infinity war yeah i, I hate infinity war yeah. i hated
1: every minute of it and i thought <laughs> but i saw it twice the second time i was like oh, okay i might have been a little harsh on the light-hearted stuff because the first time i saw it i was like the joke this is lame the banter's lame i hate all of it i'm so mad like and i thought the movie relied too much on um ooh, thor met Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh! And then they didn't actually write a good script to go with right, the premise. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought it was all premise-based and not enough script. I'd say um, this is a definitely a better movie. I would say it is too long, too long a movie considering the lead-in. But I will say, for me, the movie is at its worst when it's self-important and serious. It's at its best when it's goofy and downright ridiculous is when i loved the, the movie like, so, so my the thor the thor situation oh my 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 moods sw- i had mood swings throughout the movie where i was like <laughs> and particularly the beginning of the film i was happy they killed thanos right away yeah i was happy for a lot of that stuff but then there's some drudgery in that first hour Holy a lot of some it has, drudgery! A lot of
0: it has to do with Tony Stark. I gotta admit that like yeah. a lot of the stuff that I found to be a little bit much was everything having to do with with uh, Iron Man or Tony Stark, and that was like that's the signal
1: that we know what's going to well, happen. Well, yes, that was definitely
0: yeah. that was definitely the clue as to who was going to be dying at the end of the film. But um, yeah, I and mean, like, that's forty
1: five minutes or an
0: hour. Like yeah. that is a hell of a slog. The whole movie is essentially a send off for, for Robert Downey Jr. Right. The, that's really what it's all about. Is like we're gonna. We're gonna, he's no longer gonna be in this thing. We're gonna send him off with style. We're gonna revisit every portion of his life. We're gonna make him make up with his father. Um, all these different things that happened. He's gonna have a daughter, you know, like, like all these things. Are- you are right, because I thought it would have
1: been great if they would have gone back in time and had put him on, uh, This Is Your Life.
0: And, then he, and he's like, What?
1: I can't believe it. And I was like, That would have been hilarious. That's right. So right. we could have just done it. We yeah. could have just done it uh, in 50s style, but then everybody would have zoned out during the black and white. I right. imagine. But, but, I, but for me, where I, re, the moment I started laughing out loud and enjoying the film was when it got. Compl- I'm sure the, a lot of fans hated, but I loved is the Hulk in glasses, yeah, yeah, that
0: was talking good, talking
1: away, taking selfies, and then the scene with him in the back of the truck, which comes right after that with the raccoon. And I like, and you hear the banjo music playing as they're driving down to meet Thor. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, I was like, "This is this is something." They did it. They did. Something they pulled different, me yes. back. Yeah. But
0: I, but again, I love that the Professor Hulk thing. That's oh. from the comic books. It's something that so at some point that does happen where he does have control. And it's interesting how. And a friend of mine just said mm-hmm. that uh, they, he thinks that it's the, the best CGI the way they did. The Hulk. They made him look much more like uh, like Mark Ruffalo than they ever have before. Although he did kind of look like Mark Ruffalo, but this this basically they put Mark Ruffalo's face on that Hulk, yeah, essentially. And um, and yeah, that was it was a, again another surprise. I never thought they would do that, but like with the time jump, anything becomes possible. So that five years gives them time to develop these characters that we don't have to see, which right. I, I appreciate that they fast forwarded and got through a bunch of crap. Um, that so. would have
1: been mawkish and horrible. There was already some mawkish stuff in there, but that would have been a nightmare. Yeah, because there's already we we spend, as I say, but I think it's I I didn't I was not looking at a watch or at my phone to see what time it was, but I was must have been the first third of the film where there's a lot of sadness.
0: And, yeah, and there's a lot I'm of poor depra- us. We didn't stop right. Thanos. We lost. Tony. Tony is like depressed. He's stuck out in space with the uh, with nebula right. and that kind of stuff. And yeah, there was a bit of that going on. And sure.
1: and I also should say, I've not seen Captain Marvel. I've not seen oh, it. Oh, it doesn't matter. So when I so this is what I say about Captain Marvel. I was like, oh, here's Captain Marvel. This is the first time I've ever seen Captain Marvel on the screen. And uh, is Brie Larson a robot? <laughs> why is yeah. what like like I was like, oh, she's zippy. She's this is gonna be fun. And she kind of uh, doesn't have much of a personality, that Captain she Marvel. She doesn't
0: do much in the movie either, other than the very end when they have her like take the football. Right. From the whole scene where they're trying to keep away the – I call it the right. football scene because they're just basically throwing the glove and play keep away with Thanos to keep the gauntlet from him.
1: Could she show up five minutes earlier yeah, and like, yeah. just put this thing to bed a little yeah, quicker? No, I
0: know. I know. It's always very convenient yeah. the way she shows up. And there. I noticed
1: that we should have Doctor Strange in uh, Quebec to hold back the floodwaters, <laughs> and that's all he does. <laughs> I know. The, but anyway, but let's keep there, going.
0: There's some frustration. Yeah, okay. for sure.
1: So for me funny laughs yeah. that's when the movie got ridiculous I love Thor
0: fat fat nerds everywhere myself included are loving that they can now oh. cosplay as Thor realistically uh when it comes oh. to the con season comes around
1: so good and and his uh the <laughs> sto- his stone friend Yeah course says feel free to log into the Wi-Fi Cork, that was like me. my favorite line I know in the movie. he's awesome Yeah log so, into the Wi-Fi So funny so funny oh, so, so that good. was great
0: yeah. um the whole premise around them traveling through time to gather up the stones and – and so Pros and cons to that. Yeah, I, I like that they – I mean, there's a lot of references to Back to the Future and other time travel movies. And I like how they say that's all bullshit. That's not really how time travel works. And they
1: mention Back to the Future twice. Yes, yes. So they're they're like, we're, we're just going to cover our bases here so nobody accuses us exactly. of stealing. And yeah. it's funny.
0: It's funny that they do that. Yeah. And so they're saying that, okay, so we – can take the stones, but we can't go back and change the past. All we can do is – because they're right. They're right about the timelines. That's, that's all kind of standard time travel stuff. That The timelines get created. Um, so they want to change it. And Tony Stark's very adamant. He does not want to lose his daughter. So we can't – all we have to do is bring everybody back from five years ago. That, that was th- an interesting
1: uh premise, I thought. Yeah. The I like the way life is now. So I don't want to go back and change time. Uh, but that didn't last very long. But I liked – I liked – that debate.
0: I like the idea of them not trying to change the past, but bringing just all they're doing is going to collect the stones, bringing them back into the present, and then making a new glove and, and changing yeah. it themselves.
1: And, but good lord, we've
0: heard enough about those stones for the, for <laughs> our lives. I love. I gotta say this. I love that they decided to go back to Thor two. Um, so is the, that what that was? Yes, it was absolutely I was so Thor confused two. by some of that. Thor stuff. two. It was. I was. I'm like this is like the most. Hated film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they made it front and center. Which I always liked that movie. I never, lo- I never loved it. It's not my favorite Thor movie, but it's it's good. I don't mind it at all.
1: I like Thor three, so I can make my joke. Yeah, that's but, the only but, reason. But
0: uh, so they go back to the three movies they visit are, well, four movies really. They do, they do Guardians of the Galaxy and. Um, Where's the other Good
1: one? Good for you, Winter Soldier, because Robert Redford was in there.
0: Well, there was, yeah, that was at the end of, but that was all around the Avengers, the first Avengers film, the t- 2012, when they're on. Uh, was Robert Redford in he there? He was. He shows up there, but that really? was actually pre-Winter Soldier. Remember oh, the best crap. One of the I best. Forget. Again, a lot of the great moments in this film come around uh, Captain America. I think he has some great lines in the elevator when he says "Hail, well, Hail, Hail Hydra" yeah. like, to those guys because he knows they're all Hydra guys. Yeah, that was brilliant yeah the whole part about him and then that's america's ass that was hilarious oh, yeah like, <laughs> uh, hey
1: i'm all about the jokes and the wackiness and that was wacky that whole so the yeah. whole
0: behind the scenes like it was a little bit like back to the future where they're running around behind the scenes yeah and and you know changing things and trying to get the stone it
1: was not without its pleasures that's for sure like i at first when i saw the premise i was like this is extremely dodgy <laughs> and i'll still say in terms of time
0: travel logic I don't know. I don't know about any of it. Well, I think, I think they kind of accept that. And you certainly cannot ever – it's very similar to Star Wars, and you cannot ever get into the science behind the Avengers because all we no. saw was Tony Stark make a um, shape on his desk yeah. with his hologram and said, I did it. And, I mean, we have no idea what he did, and he can't explain it to anybody, but he somehow solved time here, travel. Right, and here's a little gadget I made. Yeah, and oh. here it is. Oh, it's ready to go. And, by so. the way,
1: uh, Mr. Pym had made some – made some great Kool-Aid, but he only made enough vials of the Kool-Aid for the exact number of people in this room. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We have to kind of forgive that stuff. But. Yeah, well,
1: we have to set up what's going to happen, right? So, so. Have, yeah, everybody needs to understand what's going to happen. <laughs> and so you need a character to explain it. So oh, and I, and here's a perfect chance for me to say, Paul Rudd does a lot of work here yeah. to make the film uh, as enjoyable as the enjoyable scenes are. I think so. Where, where, where when, when, as I say, there's a slog to be had when, at the beginning of this movie. But then after that, uh, hey, Ant Man brings us some much needed comic relief, and the jokes are actually good. And I'd say Paul Rudd is actually. Uh, Like, plays the role perfectly, I would say. Oh, he's great. Uh,
0: um, And one of the things, the great thing about the Thanos snap at the end of the first movie, or whatever, uh, Infinity War, is that it erased half of the Avengers. So we didn't have Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, or... uh, who else, or Vision, or or even Scarlet Witch, any of those people to deal with? So they basically kind of cut her cast in half, so they could bring in Paul Rudd and mm. Jeremy Renner as as Hawkeye and have these guys back in and have a significant part. So they kind of pared down the cast in order to make it a better film, and I think that's a good thing. Like they had however many of them were there were. Going on the uh, the different missions, that's like a good. It felt like a Mission Impossible kind of a thing. Like you guys go get this stone, we're gonna go get this stone. We're all gonna come back and gather them, kind of thing. So they had that all set up very well. Yeah. And they go, so they go visit. It's uh, more eggs. So the opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy when uh, Star Lord is dancing through the swamp. That to, was a welcome <laughs> thing
1: to right? see. You get one to see more time. That. Yeah. Get to
0: see the other side. By of the way, battle. did they
1: reshoot those scenes, or did they, they actually? use No, the they footage. had to
0: have reshoot them. I'm sure they had. That's to reshoot, pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure they did that. So, um, so,
1: did Robert Redford come back to shoot that? Oh, I'm scene? sure he
0: did. Yeah, I'm sure he did.
1: I thought he wasn't acting well, anymore. Well,
0: maybe that was before he retired. To
1: me, <laughs> where's the intrepid Hollywood reporter journalist to blow the lid off this? I don't we know. thought you weren't acting anymore, Robert uh, Redford. I think,
0: I think they probably shot that before because he just had a movie come out. I have,
1: one, I have a beef about the time travel, though.
0: Okay, what is it?
1: Most cases, when you see a movie about time travel, something happens in the movie that then gets called back to later. In this movie, we had things happen that nothing is done with, including Loki. Let's talk about Loki. Yeah, that was confusing. Yeah. So Loki gets the, what's that thing tesseract. called? Tesseract. Right, right. Tesseract? Yeah, or tesseract. Act. Tesseract. Oh, God. Like So it's not enough to have like six MacGuffins. Now we have a seven. MacGuffin seven. Yeah. So he gets it. He vanishes. They're like, oh, shit. Boy, did we screw up because he got away. Ah. Oh. Can you believe how badly we screwed up? This is going to come back to haunt us. And then we never see Loki Well, yet. the
0: idea being that at the very end of it, they sent Captain America back in time to replace all the all the stones. But the Tesseract was like in a cube. Mm-hmm. And he had to crush the cube to get it at the actual stone inside. And I don't know if he recreated the cube or what he would have done to make it. Because basically he would have had to put it back in the yeah. case or whatever, wherever it was, at the point at which, before Loki took it. So, right? if, okay, so...
1: Flash forward to the end battle where suddenly Captain America can can wield Thor's oh, hammer. Oh, such a
0: great moment. Well, such a great y- moment. Yes,
1: but but the, the Loki disappearing ruins that moment because – well, for me it did because I was like, wow, that's great. That's got to be Loki. Who else could carry Thor's hammer but Loki? Loki. No. Loki is also master of disguise. So yeah, but – Loki is pretending to be Captain America. I'm like, we're going to see two Captain Americas. This is fantastic. This is going to be – I was like, No.
0: Just, I didn't I didn't think that at all. It didn't even cross my mind. They made the joke about, yeah,
1: but don't lay the pipe that he vanished earlier in the movie. <laughs> no, and I' then know. not. but that that and then have somebody wielding Thor's hammer later yeah. because, of course, somebody's going to think Now, that, that
0: might pay off in a future film. We don't well, know. It's going to be just Disney Plus series. Oh, that's right. Yes, they had okay. to free him. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They had to
1: free him for Disney Plus. I <laughs> forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And they did make the joke about, oh, when, when Captain America runs into his other self um, around that, uh, the attack of New York, uh, then they make the joke, I've, I've run into Loki and they're fighting each other. Mm-hmm. He's like, I could go all day. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. That was funny too. Again, funny, funny interaction between the two of them. Um. And then uh, what else? So they go, they do the three things, and they see Thor's got to have like somebody I know pointed out that technically the um, the Power Stone, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy thing they're getting, and then the uh, what's the red one called again? Shoot. The I don't remember if what it you called. actually
1: know what they're called. Uh,
0: well, it's ob- called it's called some, it's a red stone, but it's called something else. Technically, they're at the same place with a collector at the same time. But the uh, power stone was only there for a brief period. And then uh, and then it was gone. Um, and really, if we didn't have that part where he goes back, Thor goes back to see his mom again. Then he's then that character is he's not gonna snap out of his funk. Like that was the whole issue with Thor is that he just sunk deep into depression. Now I loved it. I love that yeah. character that he, that happened to him. But now he's got to snap out of it and to, to snap out of it. And that's when he gets his his hammer back. When he yeah. goes back to that that where he gets his hammer back, he says, "I'm still worthy." And he goes back and he fights with the two weapons. Then Captain America takes the hammer. And when he goes back in time, he's gotta return it to the same place where the hammer was taken so that nothing changes. So that was on but, Captain America to fix all the mistakes. Yeah,
1: but we never see Captain America fixing the no, mistakes. I know. And by definition, and here's the other big news in the movie, is he comes back and he's an old man. Yeah. So every action every selfish he, he's selfishly captain America who well. by the way doesn't do anything that's selfish so but maybe he deserves one thing no well he so he goes back he he spends decades with his lost love and then gets flash forwarded um as an old man and can't be captain America anymore because he's now an old man but you you've just been warned to you can't change anything and just by definition by him living back in time for decades well was there not endless potential for him to screw up like he like he could stop a crime in progress it could be a classic spider-man scenario right where you don't understand the repercussions of you being there until it's too late i think
0: i think the idea is that we don't care about any of that stuff at this point whatever the present Whatever happens, the present that they are in at the end of that film is better than the one in which Thanos erased half the people in the universe. But okay,
1: please explain this to me. Okay, Thanos in Infinity War, he snaps his fingers and half the world is gone. Is that because he chose to get rid of half the earth? Yes. So it's whatever you choose to do when you snap your fingers. Yes. So if you want, and how do you? How does one? It taps into your brain. Like how do? How does one? Is it what you say out
0: loud? It's like a wish. Yeah, what is it? It's like a genie with the three wishes. I don't know. I mean, Hulk because, does it. Because right?
1: when I saw... I, when <laughs> Okay. So when Iron Man gets the... And by the way, is there anything less clear than how Iron Man got the stones at the end of the movie? Uh, he
0: swiped them off the glove. I don't know. How? He's gotta, he just pops them out? Yeah, they're like he, is that, he built it. He built the glove. He's
1: been following the magic of David Blaine. Well, okay, hey because
0: you see them sink into the glove. They're using nanomachines to sink in there, right? When they mount them on that that gauntlet yeah like he's got nanomachines in his his armor so he just swipes I think, them i want to know how that happened right, well. i i was just like what sorry <laughs> like the <laughs> are these real
1: are they fake what are we doing here are we faking out this guy are we yes he was faking them out okay and, and by the way if you don't want this guy to put the glove on why are you <laughs> going to create the glove with the six stones
0: in it i just I, I think it's very convenient that they created the glove and then it, re, <laughs> it resizes itself to fit Hulk's Height. hand
1: it really is one size fits it all it does but then yeah. it
0: doesn't shrink again because i mean all you have to do yeah. is make it too small to fit thanos's hand and you're good right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah well yeah there's something odd about that old, so captain america then or no uh, so iron man then has the stones on his he snaps his fingers and his secret wish and when he snapped them, I was like, Well they're all screwed now. Now now half the world is gonna vanish again. Oh, no, he just
0: made the bad guys vanish.
1: Right. So in his back of his mind he's like,
0: Bad guys only, glove.
1: And he snaps his fingers yeah.
0: and and they all understand what he means by that. I guess. See, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if you dug into the comic books, you get a little more information about how the uh, Infinity Gauntlet works.
1: That actually makes me think that Thanos was a nice guy. He could have wiped the whole world out. He could have
0: exploded. Well, the- his his whole philosophy was that there's too many people. We need to wipe out half of them. That's what his whole thing was in the last movie. Part of the reason why he hated the last movie because of all the Thanos soliloquies and stuff like that. Like that. Oh, and there was a few in this. Well, there's a too. few, but but um, for me, like the, uh, the okay, the final battle scene really to me was like the quintessential comic book. They show that, that one shot where it's like all the good guys on one side, all the bad guys on the other side. That, that is an absolute comic book thing. That is something Marvel has done many times. And it was great to see that come to life. And I mean, I know that it was all very convenient that they all showed up and Dr. Strange and his buddies all portal them in at the right time to fight, but whatever. I comic-
1: Marvel showed up 10 minutes too late. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all like very comic book E, which is fine. Cause it's a comic book movie and they did a great job of kind of conveying that on the screen. Um, we, we it had, was fun to watch.
1: We had the sisters are doing it for themselves. more. Moment. I
0: really rolled my eyes at that, and I, get, I my daughter did as well. To be honest, my daughter was like, "I didn't really need to see that. I don't think we have well, to make a big deal out of women helping women."
1: It's an anarchy battle, and so it's it's kind of funny. You get these little things playing out, these little pockets of dialogue and yeah. exchange, like Spider Man talking to Iron Man because we need to check that box. Yeah and, yeah, got, yeah. and so, but when when in fact a battle like that, as Game of Thrones proves, but that's another podcast. Yeah. That a battle like that is chaotic and crazy, and it's very hard to, unless you have a bunch of people in a crypt, which, by the way, is a terrible place to hide when...
0: <laughs> when fighting when, the army, when, yeah, army of the undead? Yeah, that's a terrible yeah, that's right, place that's to hide. That's right. But didn't as think we of learned, that?
1: don't go to the crypt. Don't go to the crypt. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> go to the McDonald's. It's safer than the yeah, crypt. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I, I thought that those moments, though were, they were nice, and it was it's great to see Spider-Man. It's great to have those back... I thought it took us away from the chaos of the battle a little bit. Yeah, like and even Doctor Strange holding back the water,
0: kind of thing. Like yeah.
1: I don't know. Like I was,
0: and I I gotta say I was also very underwhelmed when he said, "Avengers Assemble." Oh, yeah. That's like, it's a proof that a, a line written for a comic book, which was his iconic line in the comic book, does not work when it's spoken out loud. Because yeah. what does that mean? Assemble? It's just like, yeah, they're already assembled, buddy. Like, you should say Avengers attack because that's yeah. what they're going to do. That would be good, but you couldn't say that because that's the, the line from the comic book. But it was it's just a dumb, like, it's just because Stanley likes alliteration and uh, right. and doesn't like the word attack. I don't know. So that, that's, to me, that was a, a letdown moment. But everyone cheered. Everyone cheered in the theater when I saw it. And people cheered when he got the hammer. People cheered when, um, uh, what else? There was a couple of moments in there where people cheered quite a bit. Yeah, I, I saw it too late for the cheering. Yeah, people it. Like were that goes away after the first yeah, few days.
1: Sure. But, uh, okay, and here's the other thing that, that was confusing. And that is at the end, okay, so now we have 2014, oh, I can't think of her name, the Greenskin Oh, Gamora. Yeah, we have twenty yeah. fourteen. Is
0: that right? Yep. Her, did she die at the end? I think she did. I mean, at the end, it looks like Star Lord is looking for her, but I think she vanished with the rest of them.
1: So we we don't know though.
0: Like, I, I think they leave it. that they leave that open. So I think in the third, the next Guardians movie, which is going to be coming out, I don't know next year or something like that, um, they're going to be probably looking for her and making that part of this. Maybe they'll get her back somehow. Now that we know that time travel is possible, the doors are open for pretty much anything. That's true.
1: And did you also notice um, uh, Thor's favorite beer? Did you notice the brand of the beer that Ah?
0: Uh, I didn't I wanted to, but I didn't. Innocent Gun. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, yeah it's oh, Innocent nice. Gun. That's a good brand. Yeah, yeah I was I like, look at him go. I love. I love that he asked what kind when they said there's beer on the yeah. ship. He's like, what kind? Like that's just it's that whole Thor arc. I loved. I loved it. Oh, I did just too. The best part. I couldn't get enough of
1: it. Yeah. And by the way, was he channeling Jeff Bridges? Was he channeling? Well, Jeff that, they Bridges. made a
0: joke about it. Like uh, uh, Iron Man says, "Out of the way, Lebowski." Like he is absolutely being the big Lebowski in that. Uh, oh, not the big Lebowski. Sorry, the dude in that uh, in that sequence. Now,
1: has Jeff Bridges ever been in a Marvel movie?
0: Yes, he was uh, Obadiah. He was the bad guy in the first Iron Man movie.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> he was
1: so where the hell was he that was a per- missed opportunity oh, it was for to sure. have
0: the real dude meet the new which, dude which it's just interesting because you know they spent all this time like visiting past yeah. marvel movies they did not visit the last first Iron Man, which would have been nice uh, if they'd kind of touched space. They could with, have done it. They could have done that and had him go back and run into Obadiah Stane or whatever his name is. Ooh, I like that. And uh, and then, do, but but they had the moment with, um, you know, John Slattery, the John Slattery oh, version yes? of, uh, of uh, there's two actors who nice play. Nice to see Roger Sterling. Well, he's, yeah, he's awesome. Like, yes. he's, and he's the same character, essentially. Yes. It really is. But uh, they had two opportunities, uh, two actors playing. Um, Howard Stark. They have the younger guy, Dominic, uh, I don't remember his last name, but he also plays Preacher in the in the TV series Preacher. Yeah. And then they have uh, John Slattery, who pay, played him in the in the late, in the 70s and later. And it was nice to have that little moment. Again, a little bit much with the Tony Stark stuff in general. Mm-hmm. Like, they spent too much time just with Tony Stark. You know, oh, yes, he loves his daughter. Oh, yes, he loves his dad. And, you know, bringing that to a close. Um, but I think in the end, it was a good uh, way for him to go, you know. Well, we had, okay, so... And I can't help but notice that the characters who died are actors with options.
1: <laughs> but but uh, well,
0: I mean, technically Chris Evans didn't die. Like he, he well, we, we assume he's living. Like he's not going to be back. Uh, what's his face is the new Captain America, which surprised me as Vulcan. well. I thought it was Winter Soldier. I, I had I thought it had to be Bucky as the yes. yeah. I totally did, that totally surprised me. I I thought it had to be Bucky being the new Captain America. Yeah, but.
1: I th- I thought Bucky would say. I thought I was waiting for Bucky to have a lighthearted moment. Going, I thought it was going to be me. But yeah. No, anyway. it's
0: weird have it your way cap. Can I can I can I have, can I have the cuz I mean, I mean bucky is actually the closest thing He's, he is also a super soldier. He's also yeah. got some super soldier serum in him or something like that. And whereas all all uh what's his face can do is fly with a with fake wings, like, he doesn't have any superpowers. Now, I know Bucky actually became
1: Captain America. Yeah, in the a, comic book, the yeah. comic, but
0: did Falcon
1: ever? He might Maybe, he
0: might have. I don't know.
1: And they never get called their superhero names anymore, by the no, way. No, they're right? just but their I, first names. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, so, that, I thought that was a little bit surprising. But, that, hey, that's no problem. But, I mean, we don't know what Falcon looks like in the suit. I, I was like, uh, should he go to a tailor? <laughs> like, is he going to put it on right here? He's like, <laughs> Okay. Cap, Here's forgive shield. me for what you're about to see. Like, America's ass part two. <laughs> you know, like, I thought there was going to be another. But another thing about the – so, and then Scarlett
0: Johansson. She dies. Uh, and
1: But, of course, uh, the, I, the rumor is there's going to be
0: a Black Widow movie, so yep. we'll get her out of there somehow. Or or it'll be a uh, prequel of some sort. All right, sorts. right, right. Could be an origin yeah. story for her. Wouldn't mind seeing that.
1: Right. Uh, and so, you know, I thought it was an interesting dynamic about who's going to – we both want to take the bullet here. Yep, Uh, And I thought for a minute that they were both going to die because they were both um, – her and Hawkeye were both so convinced that it should be them that takes the leap. And um, so it was sort of interesting how that played out. But that wasn't – I didn't find it shocking that uh, that it was her. And likewise, I didn't find uh, Robert Downey Jr. – Shocking, no,
0: uh, again, I was went in fully expecting either him or yeah. Chris Evans to die, if not both of them. I thought they both might die. I thought so too, and they um, sort of did in a way, yeah, in a way that killed off the characters. So that you know, they are none, neither of them will be in future movies, but clearly Chris Hemsworth will be, and maybe Thor will now be part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Is oh, that yeah, gonna, that's gonna be the next part film?
1: three. That'll be good natured
0: fun, it is because uh, change when it you, up. when you get Thor yeah. into that, that kind of the same. Era like the same environment that he was in in, in Ragnarok, where it's like space and weird
1: kind yeah. of space stuff.
0: That's fun. And so, yeah, we'll hope then hopefully he loses the weight and uh, and uh, you know, that that's he does it a little bit better. For we'll himself. get jokes about that for, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that because they are already making jokes yeah. about that in, in Infinity War. Remember yeah. when he's like, he's got you know, they're all saying that that Star Lord's put on weight, he's like, I'm gonna commit, I'm gonna get a bull flex, and they're all that stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, oh, by the way, and I also think they
1: need to make. And you know what's gonna you you know what's coming. The Pepper Potts movie. I'm oh, I was being sarcastic. I was here. not but, but get ready with that. Here's how it opens. It turns out Robert Downey Jr. made many, many Tony Stark, sorry, made many, many recordings. And the movie starts with him going, I'm gonna teach you how to be Iron Man. It's gonna be one of those from Beyond the Grave. Yeah. And you'll see a thousand videos of Robert Downey Jr.
0: Who... Or they could make Robert Downey Jr. the voice of the computer, like, uh, like, oh, uh, uh, yes. like, like that kind of thing. Um, I was not thrilled to see Pepper Potts, and they're the only reason for her to be in the battle so she can be there when he dies. That's the to only bleep. reason that she's in it, and it's like, ah, just come on. I don't know. I didn't need to see that. I have a special... Although, again, that also comes from the comic book. Pepper also has armor in the comic book, apparently. Right, and so. and
1: we are one Iron Man movie away from a dog being in the armor. I know <laughs> we are. Right, so right. they ended it just at the right time. We were going to see a freaking dog flying around shooting right. people. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. But I also have a special shout-out for all the attendees of the Iron Man funeral who are so nice to stand perfectly apart from him oh, so that the camera could zoom yeah. back and forth between What's, them. Why is Nick
0: Fury all the way back on the porch there? What the hell is he doing all there? What
1: is he doing on the porch? <laughs> and, and who's the kid with the big hair? I don't know. Okay, I looked it up. Okay, who's it? It was driving me crazy. Okay, who is it? Uh I don't remember this character actually being in the movie. Actually I sort of do now. It took me a while. But I think Iron Man 3, he's got there's the kid who oh, he mentors. Oh
0: yeah. Is that who that was? I
1: so says Walter media or wherever. Oh running. man. But oh I, I like, never would have I never would have gotten that. No, ever. I thought Spider Man had a complete beauty makeover. I, I could not I did not know who that person was. The oh and speaking of complete beauty makeovers, what is with Chris Evans' makeup uh at the beginning of that film? He looks like Mark Hamill
0: in the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special,
1: but his lips are all glossed up and his cheeks are all I'm rosy. You shaved. That? I don't know.
0: He's look clean shaven.
1: Did you notice also how the 3D She like makes heroes look tiny at certain points. There's, weir- There's something weird I going say, on. I gotta say,
0: the first time I saw it, it was an IMAX 3D, and that is yeah. far superior to the regular 3D. Like, the IMAX is just so clear and so much better. The, the, the other 3D is not nearly as good. It's not so, as good. But... First one, especially in the darker scenes, which that final battle was kind of a darker Well,
1: don't scene. forget also, Grand Park pushes you an inch away from the screen pretty much because you're not, the theaters are pretty small. Yeah. So you're in the reclining chair. Right. The screens are, every time somebody got up to take a leak, you'd see their silhouette across the screen. And part of me was like, ooh, it'd be funny. If there's at the end battle, go back to the movie and at the end battle, stand up and you're, make sure your seat's on that side of the screen. Stand up and join the Avengers in the fight. <laughs> and people would see your silhouette That'd like be funny. fighting the bad yeah. guys.
0: It'd be pretty good. Yeah, but funny. yeah, uh, a little close to the screen for my liking. Final thoughts on, uh, do you want to give it a rating out of 10? You, you, you? you go first. I would give it uh, uh, 8 out of 10, I think. Wow, that's very think, solid. It was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it quite a bit. I it think- was a fitting end to this chapter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The highs were high, and, and I went in with a negative attitude
1: because I didn't like uh, Infinity War. So I went in like, you proved to me that you're a good movie. And for the first 50-whatever minutes, I did not. I was like, this is not good. But then it was. So I give it a 7 on balance. I, I uh, part. You know what? I'm going to be honest. Part of what makes me only give it a 7 is seeing people online just going, you— Thank you, Marvel. Yeah, that's a bit Thank much. Thank you, Scarlett Johansson, for teaching me what it means to die, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, no, come on, it's yeah. like a, it's like a comic book movie. So, um, that turns me off a little bit. So I'm gonna try to give it a real, a real seven, which is really what I, I think. think I, I,
0: can. I, I can agree with that sentiment. I certainly think that people, and, and I mean, during the scene where Tony dies, uh, you could have heard a pin drop in the theater. It was just. Silent, I've the most quiet I've ever heard of movie theater. Really, um, and people were crying in the what? theater. I didn't, me neither. I was like, nah, and uh, and, and but people did really get into that, so people were really emotionally invested in this film. And <laughs> we'll see, I don't know. So, I, what's next? So I, guess I have-
1: actually thought that Captain America had this the nicest, sweetest ending. I thought yeah. it had the his story, and I actually thought that would be at home in a standalone Captain America film. Uh, as opposed to the Avengers, but, you know, his contract was up, so what are you going to do? Yeah, don't but, they're moving on. They're going to move on yeah. to the next the But Avengers. I like that. I thought that was a very nice ending uh, to his story arc. Yeah. Despite his selfish move at staying staying back in the past. Despite his, that <laughs> I think he selfishness. It. He deserved
0: it. After all the stuff he sacrificed, he deserved to have a happy ending. He
1: saw a meme online saying, love yourself, Captain right. America, and he couldn't
0: resist. And so he did. <laughs> all right. Let's get on to some quick recommendations before we wrap up the podcast. You go first. I'm going to recommend another uh, Prime video series, Amazon Prime series, called Hannah. Uh, this is one that is uh, it's now being... I think they're marketing it pretty strongly now, though. It's been out for a while, and it's a very cool kind of European spy series. So it's like about this girl who who was raised in the woods by this guy, her dad, and really her dad is like this ex-spy, and he has all these killing. He's like kind of like a Jason Bourne kind of character where he can kill people really easily and that kind of stuff. And so it's just about her, and she's like a teenager. She's 14 when the story really begins, and so it's really kind of a cool it's, all, it's a coming-of-age story, it's a spy thriller, there's lots of action, uh, and it's really, really an interesting series, so I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend checking it out. Again, you, you don't have this because you don't have Prime yet, but again, I'm going to urge you to get Prime and check out Hannah when you have time, because I know there's a million other things to watch right now.
1: That's a good recommendation. It's very good. And I wasn't sure about that. I wasn't sure if it was going to be. Again,
0: this is Hannah. This is A Man in the High Castle. Um, It's the other series. The one with Sean Penn about the the Mars missions. Like there's been three or four series now. Mozart in the Jungle, which people love. Yeah, I've not watched that one yet. But again, there's a lot of great series on Prime. So I would definitely recommend Hannah. If anybody out there has has Prime and has seen the ads for Hannah but has not watched it yet, I definitely would recommend checking it out. Excellent.
1: Uh, Did you uh, recommend Umbrella Academy? Oh, yeah. That was a while ago, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so I finally got around to watching *Umbrella Academy*, yeah. and I loved it. Oh, it was so good! And I think uh, the reason I'm selecting that out of all the different selections this week is because um, it is also a hero movie. It is also or, or a show. Uh, it's also long. <laughs> it's also it's on Netflix though. Yeah, and. Um, I like – and it's written by My Chemical Romance lead singer. Who
0: knew? Like I, I didn't yeah. find that out until after I finished watching it. I'm like,
1: what? Yeah, that's crazy. A band I've
0: seen. I've seen them too. Yeah, I yeah. saw them too. Uh, and, and, but I, I would yeah. never have thought that given – but the thing is I didn't have a very good um, opinion about My Chemical Romance. I took my stepson to see them when he was like 12 years old. And he was yeah. the fan, not me. But uh, I, was, I would say I love Umbrella Academy. It's so interesting. I'd never read the comic book before. It is just uh, a lot of fun to watch.
1: Clearly shot in Canada. Based yeah. Based on all the Canadian uh, talent in there, including Trudeau. Uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Colt Cold... Fjord. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Trudeau's in there. Oh, and the woman from I Heard the Mermaid Singing, uh, she's the donut shop owner.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know her. Uh, she's, great. she's a great oh. character actor. She's been in a million things. And, of course, I can't conjure her name up right yeah, now. But, but anyway. I know who you're talking about, yeah.
1: Yeah, there, uh, I really enjoyed that show. and uh, Renewed for season two. Yeah. Good, because
0: and they left it on a big cliffhanger that you really yeah. want to see what happens there.
1: Yeah, but, but interesting acting. I would say yeah, acting choices. Mm. Uh, interesting plot. Um, not your average superhero thriller.
0: Yeah, the tagline have- for that was... Sup- uh, Super dysfunctional family. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. But I just was delighted yeah, by it. Very so good. yeah, for so Netflix, you
1: have Netflix for free or eight bucks a month, whatever it whatever is. Whatever it now. is. So you might as well like watch free. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So
0: there you go. Umbrella Academy. I'm gonna rewatch it again before season two comes oh, out. Oh so good. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Medianers podcast. I'm Dan Vatabunker
1: I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the door hit you on the ass.